Are you ready to get revved up? Are you ready for some more common sense positive information with Mike Spillman's Future U University? Strap yourself in and let's get started. Here's your host, Mike Spillman. All right, welcome to another episode of Mike Spillman's Future U University, where we believe that your greatest education takes place on the campus of your mind. I also believe as long as there is breath, there is hope. Don't ever forget that fact, friends. Thank you, Hudson, for another great introduction. Thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Mike Spillman. And as always, I am thankful and grateful for you spending a few minutes with me today. I have a very special treat for you today. I've got a special guest that I'm going to be interviewing on today's podcast. Her name is Rena Mushaw. And I interviewed her the other day, and especially for busy moms, working moms, Stay at home. Well, let's just get down to it. This is for moms. So before we get to that interview, let's just pause for a moment and thank God for today's opportunity. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the interview that I was able to do with Rena. And again, God, whoever's listening, don't know why they're listening, don't know who they are, but you do. And they may not understand and realize it, God, but help them to know that they are here for a reason. Be listening to this podcast today. So, Father, I just pray that the things that are shared through today's podcast will touch them or reach them, that they will take them, that they will apply them uh, and embrace them in their own lives to see some improvement uh, in their life. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you promised to do, Father, in the power and the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and get started with this interview with Rena. All right, Rena, thank you for joining me today and being a part of today's podcast. How are you doing today? Great, great. Thank you so much for having me here. So good, excited. good. So good to have you on here with us today. And again, I appreciate you spending a few moments with me. If you would, uh, as we start off, uh, Rena, if you would just tell the listeners, one, um, the name of your podcast and kind of give them an idea of how long you've been doing this as far as podcasts. The name of my podcast is Balanced Working Moms, and I've been doing it since 2019. So what is that? About four or five? About five, about five years. So obviously you enjoy doing it. I mean, five years, a lot of people don't realize five years is yeah. is, is quite a long time. How often do you tend to uh, post a uh, podcast? I post every other week. Every other week. Actually, one of my secrets, because when you overdo things, nothing happens. Right. So I'm able to be consistent and it's been wonderful. It's been really, really wonderful. Yeah. And that's the things, you know, your, your listeners, once they kind of catch on to your schedule, how often you do or whatever, then they know uh, when you're going to be on. And like you said, consistency is key. Uh, but five years, even every other week, five years is, is quite a long time. Um, so Rena and I um, not really talk. We talked a little bit before we started the recording for today's podcast, but she'd also sent, sent me some information. And Rena, one of the things um, that you mentioned to me is that you've actually had some of your listeners tell you that they actually listen to your podcast sometimes two or three times uh, an episode. And uh, you said that what they tell you is Lots of times it puts them in a good mood and they even tell you that many times it's your tone even more than what it is that you say. And I know uh, you sent me uh, an, a sample of one of your podcasts, which we could get into a whole different thing because it was almost like you and I had an outline that was shared with us and we almost went over the same information uh, that we were sharing with that. But I, I, that's one thing I picked up on and noticed was your tone is very comforting 
Uh, it's very soothing. I don't know if that's the mom thing <laughs> or what it is, but uh, so what? How does that make you feel? Is that something that you necessarily try to come across with, or is it just a natural thing? Would you say? It's so interesting when people would tell me that because when I record, that isn't my intention. You know, it's not right. my intention to have this calm tone, but it's just what comes out because it's just part of who I am. And it's part of what I'm trying to teach. And I think that's why it comes out so strongly. Because like you said, you know, your podcast is about positivity. Mm -hmm. No, mine isn't necessarily about positivity. It's about how to juggle being a working mom. But without that positivity, it's very hard to juggle things. It's very hard to live a happy life. So Part of what I teach is to be positive and to be positive when I talk is very, very important to me. So I'm sure that's probably why it comes through when I talk and when I do the podcasts. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. I mean, it's, it's authentic and that's, that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Rena, but I know, uh, and I think most people can, your listeners can, and my listeners, I think most people can tell when somebody's being real and being authentic, and when they're forcing uh, whatever it is they're trying to get across, forcing an image or a persona. Uh, and so I'm guessing is, I, I know from talking to you even just this little bit, but also listening to your podcast, uh, I know even for me, you come across again as very genuine, and this is just who you are. And, and that's key. Uh, and I think pro probably for anybody that's listening in whatever that you do, it's, it's be real, just be you, right? I mean, you can't be anybody else. <laughs> so it's not really much, much use in trying. And, and like you said, is even though you don't necessarily focus on positivity, it applies in everything that we do. Um, what is the name of your podcast again? It's called Balanced Working Moms. So I'm not a mom, obviously, <laughs> okay. but, uh, you know, my wife, we have uh, three adult sons. Uh, so we had three boys running around the house. Um, one of my daughters in laws that, you know, they've got four kids uh, and, I, and I know and have watched and observed, you know, the stress and just the overwhelm and everybody's expectations of what you should be doing as a mom, all of those things. And like you said, is positive mindset plays a big part of that. And an interesting thing that you shared with me was the fact that you have not always been positive and that your your household growing up wasn't positive and that you actually had to learn to create positivity as a skill. And, and that's yeah. what a lot of people don't get. It, it's not necessarily just something that you just, you know, you have. So you had to actually work at this and create it as a skill. Talk about that a little bit, if you would. Yeah, it's so interesting that you're saying this, because like you said, most people don't realize that you can create it. It's not like you're naturally born this way. So I grew up, I had a very heavy household. So I have a brother who's disabled and severely retarded. My mother is a Holocaust survivor. And it's not that people weren't happy, but there was a heaviness in the home. Mm -hmm. And I realized what was going on. I realized... I didn't want to be this way. So I found ways to change. And I have to tell you, as a busy working mom, 
it's the same. It's the same because things are so busy, right, Mike? Like right. their work needs me or my kids need me or my coaching business or whatever it is. There's so much going on that it could be very hard to be positive. So what I do is I've created these routines in my life and that helps create a life that is more positive. And I'll give you some examples. Okay. So for example, I try to meditate every day. Mm-hmm. It's so important. People say I'm calm. It's probably from the meditation. That's key. So important. My walk. You know, people walk for exercise, but not me. Okay. I walk because of what it does to my brain. Right. Calming. It lets me think. I love to walk outside if I can. Being in nature is just so helpful. So I'm doing all these practices. I also journal as often as I can. You know, Mike, I'll tell you a little tip because, you know, when we're busy, it could be hard to journal. Journaling is one of the biggest things I can do to create that positive mindset. Because when you journal, you know, you talk about things that upset you and it helps you kind of let them go. Hey, let me ask you something real quick on your journaling. Is that something that you do on your computer, uh, your phone, or do you actually sit down pen and paper and, and write it out, your journal? So here's what I do. And this is actually my tip is I actually like to talk it into my phone. Mm-hmm. So I have a journal app. The one I use is called Penzu, and I just do voice to text. And that right. way I could journal very, very quickly, but still get it done and still get that positive effect from the journaling. The reason I asked you that is I know for me, you know, putting pen to paper um, is very important to me, but I also know from what you're talking about, when you talk it out, there's just something uh, that that allows you to, to just get that out, the feelings, the emotions, uh, the expression, uh, you know, that you, that you, you, you listen to that and you hear the inflection in your voice, you hear the passion, you hear the emotion in your own voice. And you're able to get that out. Um, and, and I think to me, that's one thing, whether it's it's doing vocally like you're doing on audio or putting it down on paper, just trying to figure out a way that, that you can express yourself, even like you say in, in the journaling, just express yourself to allow yourself to express and get out the emotions and the feelings and the thoughts um, that you need to do. You know, like you said, walking, um, great thing. I, I've, I don't have an inside workout room to where I can walk. I love to get out and walk, but when it's so daggum cold, <laughs> it's just like this boy ain't going outside, but it is, it is just a very powerful way to clear your mind. Just kind of give us an idea. I know moms wear so many different hats, so many different expectations from so many different people. Just kind of give us an idea. What all, what all do you do? What all is going on in your life? So we can kind of get an idea about this busy mom that Rena is. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> It's hard. I think every working, well, every mom, whether they're working outside the home or not, there's just so much, Mike, especially in this day and age when we're dealing with, you know, computers and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, we have a lot of demands at the office, right? Whether you work from home or whether you go into the office, you have these demands. And then the kids, you know, (laughs) <laughs> these days, there's a lot of these after-school activities. For right. so many people, they're running around. They're just doing so much that it could feel like you never have time to sit and just be a human being. Right. And that's very hard. That's very hard, Mike. So 
finding ways to take care of yourself so you can be positive, you can actually enjoy your busy life is just so incredibly important. So basically, um, you the information that you share comes from somebody who's experiencing it and living it every day, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's so key important. Hey, Rena, let me ask you this. Now, as you talk about, you know, trying to work with moms like yourself that are busy, so many things that are going on. Um, how would you say that you help working moms create, you know, you had to create a positive mindset. How would you say that you're able to help um, working moms create a positive mindset themselves? So I actually do this in two ways. First of all, I feel like self-care is so incredibly important. And like I was driving, we usually don't have time for self-care. Right. You know, the walks, the journaling, that's why I have that tip I gave you and just talking into my phone. We don't mm -hmm. have time sometimes for basic things to take care of themselves. But the problem is, is that when you don't even take time to, let's say, even eat a meal... Like, Mike, how are you going to be positive? Right. Like, it's not possible. It's not possible. So the first thing I teach moms is ways they can take care of themselves that don't take a lot of time. Like, for example, you're going to drink anyway. You may as well drink water or something healthy. Right. You know, like, you have time to drink water. But you'd be surprised how many people I talk to. Mike, they don't even have time to eat or drink. Like mm -hmm. they're that busy. So I teach them to do things that they can do during their day to take care of themselves. Like I said, the drinking water, maybe playing soothing, calming music while they're working. These things can do so much to create self-care. And like you said too, like a walk, going out just for a short walk. Right, even just five minutes. And what I teach moms is it's not all or nothing. You know, you don't have to walk for half hour. Like, sure, that would be great. But what if you have five minutes? Five minutes. Mike, going on a five-minute walk, that could reset your whole mind, Absolutely. your whole everything. Yeah. Don't you mm -hmm. agree? Oh, I used to have a motorcycle, and that, that was my therapy. That was my get-out. And even if I only had five minutes just to run up and down the street, I'd hop on that bike and just go up and down the street for five minutes just and I don't have it anymore. So that's where I like the walk or whatever. And just some way to get out. Like you said, especially if you're able to get out and breathe that air, you know, hear the birds, you know, see the birds, see the, the nature or whatever. And it does, like you said, people sometimes think it has to be a 30 minute deal or some long extended. And it is amazing what just a little short five minute break like that can do for you. Ab absolutely right. So is that your suggestion to these busy moms? Is it just based on self-care or would you say there's something more that you'd want to add to that? Well, there's something else. There's something else also because, so you have to take care of yourself and that creates kind of a natural way of being more positive, right? You're not like right. pushing something up the mountain. It's more, you're more inclined to be positive. But I feel like self-care alone isn't the answer mm -hmm. because it's also your mindset. It's also your way of thinking. And, you know, working moms, they do this a lot. I'm sure people, you know, all kinds of people do this. But working moms especially, they are very hard on themselves, Mike, because they have so much going on that they can forget things, right? right. Like they forget to bring their kids to practice or they forget to make dinner even. I did that on Sunday. Sounds crazy, but we do forget to do things. 
And when we don't do things exactly right, we can beat ourselves up. We right. have a lot. We have a lot we can beat ourselves up about. So what I teach moms to do is to be gentle on themselves, right? So if they mess up, it's okay. Right. It's okay. So the way I phrase it is I encourage them to talk to themselves like a good friend would talk to them. So if they do something and it's not quite right or they miss a deadline or whatever it is, it's okay. And this being gentle on themselves along with the self-care, like I said, it naturally creates this positive mindset where it's suddenly easier, so much easier to be positive, to be enjoying your life and to have all those benefits that, you know, all these things naturally create a good mindset and one of the things i noticed you you mentioned too that you encourage them to talk to themselves just like a good friend would talk to them we don't do that a lot no no it doesn't come natural we're the right. first ones like if somebody talked to us the way we talk to ourselves that would be terrible like we would never be friends <laughs> with them right, right we'd have no friends that's right <laughs> stay away to ourselves yeah we don't even realize we're doing it and we're doing it to ourselves so when we consciously say, say nice things to ourselves and we soothe ourselves, and, you know, we notice things we do right instead of the things we do wrong, that changes everything, Mike. Right. Oh, absolutely. Difference. You talked about, you know, how important it is to develop a positive mindset. And again, that's something that doesn't necessarily just come naturally for most people that does not. So the importance of developing a positive mindset how would you um, suggest or how do you maintain, and that's important too, not just developing, but maintaining, how do you maintain a positive mindset? Like you said, it's not easy. It's not easy. Right. So I have something that I do and I teach my people to do also. And it sounds so crazy. Like people don't tell us to do this. We're taught to be serious and to get our stuff done, but I teach to have fun, to yep. have fun. Because like, for example, earlier, just before I was, you know, recording this podcast with you, I had to do some cleaning. It was probably the most unpleasant <laughs> cleaning you could do. I was cleaning a bathroom, right? So, <laughs> but I was listening to a book while I'm doing it. Right. So I'm having a great time. I don't want to stop. Like, I didn't want to stop to do anything because I want to hear what happened in my book. So by having fun, it could just make it so much easier to maintain your positivity, to create this attitude. Do you see all these layers that we're doing? Yes. Like we're taking care of ourselves physically, mentally. We're having fun. We're talking to ourselves well. The positive attitude is going to be almost inevitable if you keep doing these things. And all of these things are just learned habits that you could do just one at a time because I didn't start off with this whole toolbox of things I was doing. Right. You know, I started right. with the meditation and then yoga and then walking or whatever it was. And you just start slowly and you do one thing at a time. And then it creates a life where it's just so much easier and so much natural to create this positivity. Do you find, uh, I don't know, if, you know, from some of your listeners, maybe getting back with you or even yourself, I, I, I've noticed this uh, from time to time. Even when you're by yourself, let's say you're at your house, you know, you're cleaning the bathroom, you're cleaning, you know, whatever, um, and, and you want to have fun. Maybe you're listening to some fun music and, and you want to dance. 
I've seen this and, and find it interesting that sometimes it's hard, even when you're by yourself, to let loose <laughs> and have fun because it's almost like we think somebody's watching us and we're kind of looking around. But it, it does sometimes. It takes practice even to do that sometimes, doesn't it? I totally agree with you. <laughs> I was going to use that word practice also. It's so funny how we have to practice even something that should be basic, like having fun. But Mike, if you're not used to it, yes, like you almost have to force yourself to do something fun, force yourself to enjoy it until it just becomes natural and okay. Right. Right. But I do teach my, you know, the people I work with to practice, to ease into it because they also feel very guilty. There's the whole <laughs> guilt component. Like this is, this should be serious. You know, this yeah. should be hard. How can I have fun while I do it? But practicing definitely helps you do it, you know, a lot more often and makes it just a normal part of your life. Hmm. I, I would think one of the things that you would agree with, um, too, is not to compare ourselves to somebody else, um, you know, with social media. And you know this, I mean, if people put up pictures of the perfect things that are going on in their life, you know, the perfect vacation, they'll take a picture after they've cleaned the house, right? They'll take a picture of this beautiful setting. And, and so many times we compare ourselves to what we see or think we know of other people. And, and there's that comparison. And again, it's, it's just be you, have fun, enjoy your life, do what you can do. Like all of the things that you've talked about, you know, work on yourself and your positive mindset um, and, and doing the things that you talked about to aid in that. But I know you would agree with me. Stop comparing ourselves to other people. Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. Because there's no way you can be positive or even happy if you're comparing yourself to somebody. So we definitely talk about that in my community. You know, don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to yourself. Maybe yes. six months ago or a year ago and see the progress that you've made because like you said, nothing will make you more miserable than comparing yourself to somebody else and seeing that, you know, maybe your house is messier or whatever it is, that does, that really affects your positive energy yes. mm -hmm. and even your ability to get anything done. So you're right. I totally agree with you about comparison. And it's just so difficult in our day and age when we almost don't even do it on purpose. It's just right there right. in our feed. Yep, absolutely. So it could be a real challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and I know on the one podcast uh, that you had shared with me, and that was one of the things I talked about, is you know, being aware of the things that can affect our, our mindset in a negative way. And one of those things is social media and exactly what we're talking about. Sometimes it is what we see and we compare ourselves to. So we need to be aware of, of the things that uh, can affect us in a negative way. Now we've kind of, looks like we've covered pretty much everything uh, information wise that we discussed that we were going to be talking about today. So uh, Rena, and again, I know you've covered pretty much everything, but is there, is there anything else that you just want to leave the uh, listeners with? With as far as kind of a, a final uh, pointer or anything else that you have that you'd like to leave with them today? Um, I'd love to leave them with a point that you were alluding to, which is everything in our life affects our mood. It's not just a conversation we've had or what's going on in our life. It's everything we're exposed to. It's the books we read, the TV shows we watch, the social media that we're looking at. Right. So just notice 
Notice if what you're taking in is making you feel happy and good about yourself, or is it doing the opposite? Right. Because sometimes we're surprised, you know, it could be, like you said, a feed we're looking at on Instagram that's making us miserable, or it could be, you know, a book we're reading that really uplifts us. So start noticing, noticing what uplifts you, notice what gives you good energy and do more of that. Rena, thank you so much again for joining me today. Um, I know the listeners uh, that are that are joining in are, are going to benefit from the things that you've shared today. And again, I invite anybody that connects to Rena and the things that's being discussed here to look at the links below, connect with her, uh, join in listening to her podcast, be encouraged to share her information. All of you know, especially you busy moms, you working moms, uh, just the moms, you know, other moms that are struggling with the same thing. <laughs> so uh, feel free to share that information as well and let them know about Rena and her podcast that I know will be a benefit uh, to them as well. So again, Rena, thank you so much for joining us today and I appreciate you spending your time with us. So again, be sure and grab all that information listed below uh, to get in contact with Rena, to follow her, to listen to her podcast. And I do want to thank you again for joining me today and being a part of today's podcast. Until next time, whatever you do, please be sure to have a blessed day by being a blessing in somebody's day. And whatever you do, be sure to make it an awesome day because, hey, who else is going to do it for you? Here's your answer. Absolutely nobody. See you next time.